by the name of farmer, as you could probably already tell by those two using it. Someone just pinged me on Discord. Fuck. Um. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yes, the random Discord. <laughs> Got to meet a lot of people, and I just didn't meet people only from like Europe. So shut up. And <laughs> hello, y'all, beautiful people on the internet. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Scrubs Podcast, aka the Scrubcast. My name is MTX, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Special and Eddie. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic, man. Thanks for asking. Yeah, that, that, we're doing great over here. Thanks for having us, man. You doing good, man? You doing good? I'm doing just amazing. Great. Your first fucking podcast. First fucking podcast, and hopefully... How long has this been, like, in the making again? Uh, for months. <laughs> how, how did, like, come to the fact that, like, it's, it's taking you this long to do one recording? I mean... <laughs> Oh, you just uh, sit down and do it, right? I think Special can answer that question. Oh, uh, well, you see, uh, my friend, when you have work in university, you know, you kind of have a tight schedule. And uh, because of the tight schedule, you kind of lack sleep, you kind of lack energy, motivation to do stuff. And so I kind of like dragged this shit about until I at least stopped university so I can focus on at least the podcast and work, not focusing on three stuff. But, you know, this guy over here, MTX, doesn't have patience about anything, so I had, we kind of had to do it, because either way, we were going to fight each other. Yeah, Talk about fucking honestly, pay- if you I got time for, for games, months. you got time for a podcast, right? Oh, wait, that was towards me? <laughs> yeah. Stage fright, huh? No, no, that was towards, towards me. Yeah, well, I... I do have time for a podcast, but like MTX said, we we gotta do it when we have the motivation, when we're feeling great, not feeling moody yeah. sick. Not to mention yeah. that I got sick. I got sick for like two, two three weeks and I could, didn't feel good. I couldn't get out of bed, you know. I, I felt very, very, very down. And so we kind of dragged this out as well because of the sickness, but now I'm feeling good, I'm feeling fine. And before everybody asks, no, it was not coronavirus, it was just a common cold. Yeah, man. Honestly, like you wouldn't even know the difference unless somebody diagnosed you, anyways, right? Well, because like the effects for young people are pretty much just like that of a flu, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, you see, yeah, unless you got different. immune deficiency. Well, you see, I already suffered from coronavirus, but I wasn't—it was super minor. I didn't have a taste or sense of smell for like one month, but that was just about it. I didn't have any fever. I didn't get any stomach aches. My head was not hurting. I just didn't have appet- like I didn't have taste and sense of smell. Yeah. So I don't. Oh, good thing you're fucking healthy again. Yeah. Well, you see, I have a very caring mother, and don't get sick. Ah, ar- yes. Don't get sick around her. The Bulgarian mamulia yes. making borscht, giving you <laughs> shot of vodka, nah, so you y- nice and heat up. No, nah, we don't drink. We, I don't drink vodka personally, but uh, my mother uh, likes to put a lot of put a lot of garlic in food. So when you're sick, so yeah, you you crank and you're eating. Man, my mom's the exact same. It's like, I feel like it's a very Slavic Baltic kind of thing. Just putting fucking onions everywhere. We, we got this cream cheese with onions. We got a soup with onions. It's like I open up the fridge and my waist, my face is just blasted with onions. Well, you may- It just smells so bad. You mentioned my, uh, where I'm from though. So yes, I am Bulgarian. 
you know, I'm, I'm a rarity in the, spe- in the world, you know, most people confuse yeah. me with Russian. No, we are not Russians. But what about you, Riley? Where are you from? Um, personally, I am from Ukraine originally. I was born in Kharkiv, which is a, a bit of a shithole from what I can tell from family stories. It's not really a very developed part of Ukraine. <laughs> not to say Ukraine in general is developed, but I moved to Germany like when I was a kid, around a couple months old, and since then I've settled down here with my fam. I uh, grew up with a computer, which was pretty much my access way to the internet. I got to meet a lot of people, and I just didn't meet people only from like Europe. You know, I, I got introduced to people all over the world, and that's actually partially the reason why I'm able to speak English pretty well. I'd say uh, I've always gotten like called on it when I was a kid, like just why am I able to speak English fluently at that age? Literally just video games. I, I was playing with Americans. I was playing with Argentinians. Uh, just practically anybody from the fucking globe that got into my friends list managed to contribute to my vocabulary. It's, it's like a really big part of my life. Honestly, just like I feel like this podcast is right for me because uh, video games and just philosophical debates just goes hand in hand for me because I have experiences usually both at, this, at the same time. So it, it's a very familiar topic and just growing up like never felt like I was German, never felt like I was Ukrainian. Especially from the fact that like I had so many international friends like hell you guys feel more At home for me than most Germans here in like my vicinity or my region because hell I'm an introvert I don't go out of my house. I don't bond with the you know native people of this country And I don't feel like I'm really part of the culture If anything, I'd, I'd say I'm more like a mix of everything. So honestly it, I, I wouldn't say I'm Ukrainian or German. I I, I just say like whatever. I, I'm from the internet. You're just a guy. Yeah. I'm just a guy. Like j- just come guy. <laughs> well, glad to have you on board with the, with our podcast here. But speaking of which, we are kind of we're kind of ignoring one person over here. MTX man, you didn't say anything about you. Where are you from? I yeah, just the host I just didn't quiet. want to I'm interrupt so sorry you for guys. No, it's fine. No, it, it's, it's not right, that right. <laughs> No, that's the whole point. We, I'm just saying that we the guy here. The guy here haven't introduced him. Like, oh, I said, know. I'm being, I'm, I'm being pushy. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm stroking his back. Oh yeah, it's okay. Like, come on, farmer. Don't be, don't be stretch frightened. Just say where you're from. Yeah, it's I okay. Just, farmer, I just didn't on. want to interrupt you two guys. You know. Yeah, it's okay. You know, this is, this is why we're here. Now introduce yourself. Start dodging the question. Oh fuck! All right. Well, my name is MTX. I also go by the name of Farmer, as you could probably already tell by those two using it. Someone just ping me on Discord. Fuck. Um. <laughs> 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 oh yes, the random Discord. But don't. It's alright. It's alright. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my origin is uh, the Czech Republic. I am Czech, and I'm pro- I'm still staying in Czechia. I'm still residing here. So I have some plans to move outside of the country because I just don't really feel home here. Something similar to what Eddie was saying, but. Yeah, I didn't really have the option to move out of the country when I was young. I can't really say that you had that option, I think it was more forced. Or was it yeah, it was pretty that? much because of the Ukraine-Russian conflict brewing. Um, the military began like some kind of... It was a program where young men, anybody aged 18 and above, would in, just instantly be drafted into the army. Uh, you would be required to serve through boot camp and then serve uh, some amount of years just uh, serving the military. My mom didn't want that for her two sons, and since we're both males, like both our kids were gonna go to the army. Like hell, you wouldn't want that for your own kids either. I, I can totally understand. 
So, left everything behind. Everybody packed their bags. My aunts, uncles, pretty much a whole set of relatives. I mean, it wasn't just me fleeing Ukraine at that time. It was pretty much like a political thing. So, they came, there came like a lot of people. Uh, initially, we had to stay in refugee camps, but um, eventually we got an apartment. Dad started earning a living wage. Uh, we got ourselves a place to stay, and I started growing up here. Um, don't really feel like I belong here, not because... I don't know, I, it's not because I am Ukrainian, because... I got friends that are also immigrants, but they seem to fit in a lot more. I think the difference is literally just like the Anglo-American aspect for me. Like, I grew up with so many Americans, and the cultures just... Dude, Germans and Americans could not be further apart from one another. Not just in terms of just culture itself or history. I, I'm talking about like just fundamentals, like how they act, the way they like behave around friends. Dude, social etiquette like just seems really shit for me in this country. It just doesn't fit me. I, I feel like it's uh, it's very superficial. So I, that's why I tend to hang out online. I, I tend to feel a lot more safer. I, probably like you, like you've mentioned, you don't feel like you belong in Czechia, which probably as a country is pretty nice, but you don't feel like you're connected itself, to people, yeah. right? The country itself is pretty nice, but uh, I just feel like that I'm like completely different than like uh, other standard Czech people yeah I, I wonder if that's like just a thing of our generation because all these kids growing up with the internet are, are getting to meet people from so many different cultures it's like th this is like multicultural beyond like buzzfeed tag list level this is like actually multicultural you're actually meeting people and getting to know them not just like superficially kind of saying oh yeah I love other cultures without really interacting with any properly like you get to see everything and that changes you as a person, right? They yeah, say, like, you're the sum of the people that you hang out with, right? So th the five people you ha hang out with the most create all of you, like, in a rank list. And, hell, if you're going to be from different countries, then, yeah, you're not going to be acting like a native anymore. <laughs> and it's true. It's pretty much true. Right, so, like, what about you, Special? Like, have you felt like, you know, you be belong in your country, you feel like you belong as a Bulgarian? identify with it now you see there's not many countries as bulgaria first of all our, our language is similar to the russians but we it's our own and they basically stole our old language so that's why we we, we have our own but I, I to be honest with you i've never actually thought about it but i'm pretty sure that i'm i'm like chill chill as a bulgarian man i feel like this here is like a, a good place to be but Currently, with the state, we are going with the pandemic. The decisions made by some of our governors is uh, is bad. So, currently, it's not like worth living here because the conditions are also bad. When you work, you work uh, for a long like uh, long hours, but you you don't get like the the amount of money that you need. But overall, it's a stable here. You know, we don't have. You know, like in America's uh, walking on the site, and somebody you know will with a gun will you know come and come and threaten you or like shoot you. You know, not yeah, that's pretty fucking rare here in Europe in general. Just from the fact we don't have gun laws, yeah. or hell, even like permissions to carry them. And in my opinion, that's a good thing. So overall, yeah, so a lot of people will be poor wise on it, but most people that agree with it are the ones owning guns. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, so so overall, yeah, I feel like this is it's a good place to be here. Not. Generally speaking, for working on not generally, but overall in living is is good. Yeah, it, 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 it's chill. 
to be to be saying uh, you know the least. It's chill here. If it's chill, man, it's lovable. Seriously, there's a lot of places in the world that aren't pretty chill. Well, I mean, hell, it's just it's it's common sense that like not all parts of the world are livable, but it's like so easy to forget. Yeah. Like, well, I have a yeah, question for suck, you. Uh, for you, Rani, like, livable. I'm pretty sure uh, uh, what I hear because me and personally MTX have a very uh, funny story of how we actually came to be friends. Not create things, but I uh, just want to hear first how you and MTX met. Okay, so <clears throat> what a story this is going to be. Yeah, I gotta really like grab into like my long-term memory here. Um, so just kind of like something I mentioned like before we started this. Uh, I I do remember you special. Like uh, th this was like some I I'd say midweek night. I was uh, off of school, and I was just hanging out. Um, probably just chilling by myself joining no more in hell which is a half-life 2 modification for those people that don't know half-life 2 being like a pretty widely known game um and you know i, I just joined a server and went to play and I, I heard these people talking and uh joined in on it i that was you and farmer and at that time i didn't really know who the hell you guys were but just from the way that you were actually talking and Hell, in Source Games, voice chat is like sometimes a big relief to hear if the person isn't just being a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. And it, you guys were being fucking idiots, don't get me wrong, but like <laughs> you were being funny fucking idiots, and I love that. So, hell, I joined right in, and uh, we just had a good time. Like, I remember just going for the maps, uh, fucking dying in as dumbest ways possible. But hell, if you can die in like a really stupid way, restart all your progress, and still have a laugh about it, you know, you got like something going. So, like, yeah, that's where I befriended you guys. Uh, you guys introduced me to some of your other pals. I haven't been really doing much since, but just yesterday, me and Farmer <laughs> hung out again. Um, had a little reunion, I guess you could yeah. say, right, Farmer? A little. I would say a massive reunion. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely like above what we used to do, yeah, right? Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I would say like I knew you before, but since yesterday, I'd say like you're actually like my friend now. Because I, I finally got oh, like God. an idea of who Farmer is, who is MTX, right? Special, it's like we're not on the same levels of grounds at the moment, oh, yeah. but like, hell, I'd love I've loved that. Like, just from the fact that you guys are best pals, I can tell, like, hell, since uh, since you guys hang out a lot, you gotta be just as cool as them. Yeah, well, you see, the, the, the story of me and, and Farmer met is pretty, pretty dang uh, funny. Like, I was oh, my I was, on I was decided to join No More Room in Hell because I was like bored and I hadn't done nothing. So I decided to give it a go because I had the game anyway. So I join in a random map, and I I hear this German guy who uh, I met on another map talk and I started conversation with him. And we talked about it about the game itself and you know in general. I don't remember his name sadly, but we decided to together join another map and we joined uh, the game which Farmer was in. So me being already uh, hyped this because uh, I we, we had hella blast with the other guy, I started you know messing around with them, but not the generic right. messing around trying to kill them you know sabotage them. No 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 no. I was actually trying to scare them. Well, I, I would actually argue on that. <laughs> well, you see, your opinion doesn't matter currently, so shut up. Yeah. And. <laughs> Ouch, ouch. <laughs> you just casually stabbing the man's in his side. No, he's supposed no, it's alright, I'm actually enjoying this story. He's supposed, to, he's supposed, to, he's supposed to be in the kitchen making me a goddamn sandwich. 
fucking hell, a, a masochist and a sadist. Jesus Christ, you guys got the best friendship. You guys are so healthy for each other. Yeah, we, we, we hate each other so hard that we actually love each other too. Yeah. Hey, hey, if you can hate your best friend, all that hate is gone and you don't have to hate anybody else. Yep, very much. Oh, yeah, that, that's true, yeah. So, uh, as I, as I uh, bruised around the maps, I joined his game and uh, he was in a voice call, in a voice chat actually, with and talking with other people. So, I decided to hop on as well. So, we were in the, like, in the middle of the doing the task and only me and him are alive. And since there was the level had like a jumping uh, ramp, which you had to basically parkour to get to the other side i decided to be a complete jackass and <laughs> every time he uh, he jumps i like uh try to like yell at him like in the voice code not yell at you know to pierce students but like spook him so he can uh fail and fail and go down so he could because you know it was funny and it, it was because at the end he didn't <laughs> he didn't actually manage to fall but then you see me hopping making uh going back trying to make the jump and i just then I forget to press the space button to jump, and I just oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I just <laughs> and I just uh, straight up sprinted into my death. So I'm now that so fucking sad. I think at that at that point I started straight up screaming karma bitch or so, something of that sort. Yeah, he started screaming <laughs> and I couldn't hear him because I just like uh, put my hands on my uh, head and I was just laughing my ass off. Anyways, I died so he continued alone. But you see, when you're dead, you can still use the voice chat. So he got to a point where he, he was in a dark room with again the parkour and uh, the parkour uh, had some scary noises like zombies are uh, you know trying to break stuff so I was constantly like oh boy telling him to like turn around because there was a zombie like uh, farmer turn I around him every single and time and every time he turns around panicking <laughs> like thinking that there was a zombie but the funny thing is that that one time there was actually a zombie behind him and I told him you're fucking evil man yeah, you're, he, you're just he didn't turn around and the zombie actually oh. bited him and that moment I started laughing in voice chat with my such a like hysteric laugh that is so contagious that even he started laughing and couldn't tell me anything because he, yeah, way he was at that, laughing. At that point, at that point, I started hating him so much and I was like, yeah, I hate this faggot. We gotta be best friends. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And that's the whole point of how me and him got, uh, got to play No More Room Hill. But we also didn't, didn't play only No More Room Hill together. But we spent a lot of time, a lot of time together, so we kind of, we kind of became like, uh, what's called on the internet, frenemies, which is basically friends slash enemies, to the point where we want to kill each other, but we actually love each other. So <laughs> this, this, it's like it's like that sibling type of relationship yeah, where yeah. when you feel like that. You love the person, but you just want to fucking strangle him. Yep, you guys are not ever going to be able to meet in real life because you're just going to fucking end up with like a homicide on the other. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> believe me. Like, this, is a, this is a friendship that's only going to last on the internet. No, no, no. Believe me. This is... No, I don't think so, actually, to be honest with you. Because I'm pretty sure me and Fanny, when we meet, so we're going to be just like the biggest idiots of the whole fucking city, even... We're not gonna stream with you, we just have a blast, you know, we're just gonna go on the streets, like, talking about our life and shit, talking about the past, the past we did, you know, over a glass of uh, beer or something, we're just gonna laugh at us off all the time. See, here's the thing, you say you're gonna fucking kill him, but then you say shit like that, and it's just like, it's a double no, no, whammy, no, no, just no. clasping you don't, in the You don't direction. get it, there's points where I wanna kill him, when he wants, uh, when he's like annoying his shit, 
I just want to kill him at the same time. But you know, that's just that's the love, you know. With pain comes love, you know. You just want to do yeah, it. Yeah, well, like, you, you get an outlet for, like, being annoying as shit. Like, because sometimes everybody, everybody wants to be fucking annoying sometimes. Not, like, literally annoy somebody, but just do shit that other people usually will find fucking annoying. When you can just take that and you can give it back, and you're just throwing it back and forth at each other, you're getting it out of your system, so you don't have to be a piece of shit when you leave your room. Yeah, right. But the our annoying is not like annoying to annoy people, you know, to get make them mad. Our annoying. No, it's more like fuck with each other's psyche. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, mental fuck with each fuck. other, like make their, each other laugh, you know, like fucking call ourselves like dumbass names and stuff. Hell, like you know, we're having a blast together. Yeah, honestly, like I prefer friends like that too. If you kind of like just laugh about shit and just pretend like you hate each other, it just makes it all the funnier. Yeah, indeed. Like you're putting up yeah, an exactly. act, and it's so hard it's to it. keep the act up. You just break character, and that's the best feeling ever, breaking character. No no, no, we, no matter what, like, because we had, like, serious situations in our past, you know, uh, we'll maybe talk about it in the future, but no matter what kind of uh, situation we're in, maybe we'd, like, uh, you know, we're in a, what's called, a serious conversation, you know, some of us is depressed, and the other tries to, like, be nice to each other. We're always, but always, we will always have that one moment when one of us is gonna say something and the other is just gonna die of laughing, no matter what it is, that's and that's and, and, and that's like amazing. That's why I love this guy, man. You know, because like no matter what I, what state of mind I am, he would just talk with me for like a solid five minutes, and I'll instantly have my smile back on, and I'll just fucking like just throw it at him, like fuck it. This guy is the real shit, you know. <laughs> that's the thing something i just i feel like goes really unappreciated because it's like a lot of people relate to this especially younger people like their best friends are online they most of them never met their best friends right but they don't have anybody that makes them feel as happy and as themselves as somebody that somebody that they met on the net right yep it's just yep. it's harder to make such friends irl because it seems like there's a little bit of culture shock for everybody how this might tie into what I said earlier about, like, you know, how some people feel cult culturally alienated just from the fact that they're growing up in, like, an intranet environment. But at the same time, you, you just make these friends for life. And, it, like, it doesn't even matter where they're from because these are your real homies. Like, these are people you can just be yourselves with. You can fuck around with them and annoy the shit out of each other but still laugh. Mm -hmm. And you know nothing is meant in a harmful way. Like, there's complete trust in that. A lot of people seem to doubt something like that. Like, you can't have best friends online. They're not your best friends. No, what do you I mean? I mean, this, this, is, fucking, this is like something that's bullshit. That... That's bullshit yeah. to me. Like, so, yeah. some of my... anybody that says that never has had an online good friend. Yeah, some of the people I know here are like always has been have been for there for me. Like, even when I was depressed, like I didn't want to tell my family about it because you know you don't want to worry them. But but I, I my best friend was basically a jackass who tried to like stab me in the back. Uh, with another friend of mine, which my I have like a small amount of viral friends, but those are the people that you actually know you are connected, you don't want to break up with it. But uh, the other side, like we have, we have my like farmer over here, my friend, you know, you will, I'm pretty sure we'll get to be like friends, like to the level of me and farmer as well. And when we do that, oh man, 
Oh man, prepare okay. yourself. This is gonna be Oh man, nice. the chemistry in this podcast this podcast is going to have once you are on the same level as the two of us are. Yeah. Holy shit. But like, gonna be next Chris, level. you guys are gonna be like strengthening my nerves. <laughs> no, but you don't have to worry about it. we do it because we we, 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 we we love you, you know we don't wanna know you. Not because we not because we you know, we are farmer where we we may be like dickheads toward, towards each other, but when we group up and have a common goal and we team up oh boy your nerves are not gonna last <laughs> oh homie listen listen i can take a little bit of fucking around it's not like it's gonna offend me or some shit oh. honestly it's like the best part about hanging out just uh, having those improv moments of screwing around pranking one another somehow finding ways to just do do something really stupid in a game yeah like listen yesterday i was playing a farmer um i i spawned in a little bit late everybody left me already they took all the goddamn guns from spawn. So this is no more room in hell too, uh, in case people don't really know what to expect of it. Uh, as a Half-Life modification, it, it takes place in a zombie apocalypse. So there's zombies everywhere, they're like slow walkers, you know, they bite you, you get infected, gotta somehow heal that shit, gotta fight off the hordes and do some kind of objective, right? So since this motherfucker left me, they, they took all the guns, uh, all I got left is like this pistol, and there's one mag, and a bunch of barrels. And it's I, I see respawn is on, so what I take is, I take the gun, I take the barrel, and I start fucking running. So first mistake I did, I got squashed by an elevator, and the barrel exploded, flung me straight to the wall. You know, just wacky source engine bullshit shenanigans. But, I got an idea, just from how cool it looked the way I, I flew. I was like, holy shit, this is volatile. This is, this is a deadly weapon. I'm gonna bring this to farmer. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, instant thought. This is deadly. I gotta throw this to farmer. <laughs> at one, at one point, he just, I just turned around and I saw him like having this fucking barrel in his hands, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He just ignored me and went in between the zombies, and then I just hear an explosion and I see fire everywhere. Those zombies are alive, and he's dead. I took a few. I, I couldn't even me. find the fucking body. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was transcended. Listen, yeah. every time I die to a barrel death, I joined the Nordic gods in Valhalla for like a short period of time <laughs> before they sent me back to go slaughter the minions again. Yeah, it's my burden. But like, man, I'm 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 having such a blast. Pun not intended. And special I, I did can that it... at least like four times. It worked every single time. They always took a few with them. Yeah, special. Can, can you guess? Like... Can you guess what the first thing was after he spawned? What the first uh, thing he did was. <laughs> Well, exactly what I was about he took to say. another fucking barrel and did the oh. same shit. At, at some points, I just shot it because I just didn't want him to die again. <laughs> oh. I'm walking with the barrel. It's like the fourth time, and he's just like, hey, "Matt, no, no, listen, no, fucking don't do stop. this. Don't Come don't on, do man." Shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, I got a mission, man. I, I gotta do this for Thor. I, I gotta do this for Odin, man. And he fucking shoots the barrel. I he you killed me once like that. You killed me one time. Bullshit. There is no way I can. Yeah, you did. I was low on health. You fucking shot the barrel. I don't even know if you were aiming at me because I had zombies by me. I was about to sacrifice myself for you. Uh, not really sacrifice since I'm not really doing much in hell, but hell, it looks cool. <laughs> you fucking shot the barrel. You, you shot me dead, dude. I was giving you fireworks and you gave me violence. But that's the thing. It's so fun to do that. It's so stupid. This is not a normal way of playing the game. This is not at all what the developers intended. And yet it is like so much more fun than just like doing the objective. And that's the thing about like video games, isn't it? It's like, I feel like they're playgrounds. You can fuck around, do whatever the hell you want. And it's, you, your boundaries are limited by the source code. 
just do whatever, right? Yeah, I think like the real fun starts where like the uh, purpose of the game is being completely ignored and the community is what matters. And No More Room in exactly. Hell did not really do that, but there are some groups, some individuals who make it happen. Just make it happen and at that point it's just something completely different. You are no longer playing an objective because you have to, but you're playing a game with those people, your teammates, and you're just messing around. You're socializing at some point too. Mm, and that's uh, that's basically why I kind of got stuck uh, about around the, the two of you because you're such chaotic two fucking beings that I just enjoyed the, your presence and yeah, it's, it's it's a good thing to be called chaotic sometimes because it means you're you're not boring, yep. you're not yeah. expectable, you know. Exactly. Like yeah. what you do, it, it can be completely just out of the blue, and it'll be exciting. It, it'll be something fresh, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you see, the whole the whole connection thing between us three currently is that it's not only farmer, but it's also apparently the game no more Roaming Hell. Yeah. Oh yeah, there, there was a starting point chaos, for all of us, honestly. For the fact that it's a mod, it's really well made, but you get those moments. You just get those moments where the game is completely goddamn unplayable. People are just stealing guns. It, everything is a fucking mess. Some people are killing each other just to get the weapons the other, buddy, the, the other guy has. It, it, it's, it's chaotic. It's sometimes annoying, especially if you're the guy getting shot and getting your shit stolen. But it's like you come back. You come back over and over again because that kind of shit is novelty. You just never know when you're gonna have like a really peaceful match, or you're gonna meet idiots like you, or there's just gonna be basically just the purge going on on the server. And hey, so sometimes purges can be fucking exciting. You just you just kind of join, you pick up a gun, first guy you see, you shoot him in the head, take his shit. No, to be honest with you, like I, I never actually played the game uh, seriously because I never took the game seriously because like it, it was kind of weird for me. But I was always playing it for the meme. And also to like see, you know, it, well, how people react to the to the tweet. And yeah, I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty happy and lucky that I come across farmer. You know, and I actually found someone who who enjoyed trolling with me. You know, actually having fun in the game, and I'm actually caring about what to, the objective itself, but actually having fun. Yeah, it's like it's a different way of trolling than most people would probably you know expect of someone. Yeah. Like. When I hear trolling, I, I think instantly about Team Fortress 2, which is, it's having a massive goddamn bot crisis right now. Everybody knows about it that's on Steam. But um, another problem, in my opinion, it's pretty much a step down is, is trolls. And it's it's not just like, you know, funny haha, kind of like Rocket Jump and Market Gardener or like a demo spawn camping. It's it's like literally people that will stalk your profile, leaving like hateful fucking messages and just be complete assholes. They're going to talk over you. They're going to try to kick random people. It, that completely takes away from the experience. That's not, that's not chaos. It's just like, hell, even chaos is welcome. That's just being a piece of shit. And... I feel like what you're guys doing is more like it's comedic relief. Yeah. Comedic relief is necessary. Like any stagnant environment, whether it's in a video game or like, you know, out and about when you're like meeting with friends, having a little bit of just of that gesture in you, it really helps in those moments when it gets boring. It's not only about the gesture, thing, it's about like having fun with the people you play games, you know. For example, exactly. me and, when me and Farmer are like playing like games, we usually talk about stuff as well, not, not only, you know, just the game itself. Yeah, we so mess sometimes around. when we just 
uh, there are times when we just, you know, play GTA or whatever and just talk about some actually deep shit and with the approach that the two of us have, we usually end up laughing and just having fun more than like, you know, having this depressive talk about that, this and that. We usually just end up uh, like in that com comedic se sense, if you get me. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. like, uh, we don't make fun of each other's uh, serious situation. Uh, you know, he will tell, like, when he's in a serious situation, he tells me, you know, about it. I'll, I'll either, like, uh, straight up uh, tell him what I think, you know, without, like, uh, lying to him, you know, making him feel good. You know, no, 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 no. If you, when you have a friend like him and you care about, you're gonna tell shit to him right in his face. If he's something stupid, you're just gonna say that it's stupid, man, and you don't have to worry about it. But at the same time, you respect it for the problems. So that's how you provide, you know, uh, your uh, time and, you know, you listen to him and you help him out. Yeah, you're being genuine without, like, sugarcoating anything. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, yeah, because you're at, crossing boundaries. At times like this is the best thing you can do. Lying would not make anything better. A lot of friends get that wrong. A lot of people think that, like, yeah. white lies exist. I'm lying for their better good. No Hell no, you're fucking destroying them yeah. more by, this, by doing that. There, there's no such thing as lying for the greater good because lying itself is not a good act. You cannot ever excuse the act of lying because lying is being disgenuine. It's not providing the truth. It's either hiding it or, worst of all, just completely telling falsehoods. Like, anybody feels bad about lying if they have, like, any kind of sense of, of a moral compass, right? So how can you justify a lie, really? Unless you're saving someone with it. If you're saving a bunch of people by lying, then what, what's the point? And white lies are, are seemingly just... They're, they're normalized. A lot of people tend to think it's okay to lie to a friend and tell them things that you think they want to hear, but instead of telling them, you know, what they need to hear, that's not like friends for you because they're, they don't want the best for you. They just don't want to make the situation uncomfortable. Or they don't strictly care for you and just want to, you know, you're, yeah, they, you're, they, you're they just They them. just want to get rid of you maybe because yeah. you are getting like annoying because of the situation you're in. Yeah, exactly. They're there for like the entertainment, not for you as a person. Yeah, pretty much. Anybody being honest with you is there for you as an individual, not somebody to just you know give them some laughs and then head offline. I guess. Yeah, but like like we said, like a farmer said himself, like even if this in this kind of situations, after you know we talked about it, we just I don't, one of us is either gonna make a joke about it and just like we you know we just laugh our asses off. And just continue, you know, with our stuff. But in in those hard situations, you know, it, it's good to have somebody to listen to you and to tell them you, your honest opinion about stuff. Not straight up lying yeah. for nothing. It's healthy, man. It's healthy for a soul. Yeah. A lot of people seem to lack that kind of, like, companionship. Maybe they just never were shown the same, so they can't know what it's like. They can't give it to somebody. I think everybody could benefit from a little bit more honesty. Everybody could lie a little bit less. I feel like everybody lies every now and then unless they've done an absolute 100% marathon effort and never lying again. Yep. And they're holding true every day. Everybody can stop lying in my opinion. Yeah, I mean like the only case maybe I would like lie, uh, it would be if it was like some sort of a life-threatening situation. But. Yeah, in any other like, in a, any other to case, your life. honesty is the way to go because it may hurt in the beginning, but in the long run, it will only make things better. Mm -hmm. Basically, like if if some guy is gonna like threaten me with a goddamn knife or a shiver, I, I'm obviously gonna like tell something that will get him off my back. Like, I don't know, I'll, I'll throw in some shit like I'm the son of the mayor's or some shit. I'm I, I'm 
my dad's a police officer what the fuck do i know <laughs> like in times like that your greatest asset is your life you're doing a lot of good saving it for yourself yeah. <laughs> so yeah obviously anybody would like in that situation unless you're just completely done some people just look deaf in the eye and they just laugh those people are annoying as fuck holy shit yeah. <laughs> But sadly, we have to deal with him. That it's like you. Yeah, there this is, is, no this is the world. Yeah. yeah, there is no perfect human in the world. You know, we just have to deal with it. But at least with us, occasionally, you know, we know how to deal with each other. You know, it's, we know we're some, sometimes. You know, we are annoying to each other and stuff. But in the end of the day, we are f we are friends, and uh, you know, we are friends, and uh, we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, we just are here for each lie. other, and if someone is being a bitch, it's definitely not those friends that you are associating with. Yep. That's what matters. Overall, just getting to meet people you can actually relate to. Yep. Everybody benefits from like positive relationships like these. I, I feel like nobody needs to have the same friend if they're not even providing back anymore. Friends change, they come and go. Everybody knows the meme, just online seven years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Some Sometimes friends just disappear like that. I've had friends who are my bestest pals. I trust them with everything, and we have like a real connection, like just soul to soul level, right? But they just disappear. They, they go away in your life, and at times a lot of people run back. They try to cling to what they know because, you know, the unknown is pretty fucking terrifying. They don't remember what it's like before they had that friend. But they turned out fine. You know, you don't have friends. Okay, you'll make friends. That's, that's how you make most best friends. Before that, you didn't have them, but you were okay, right? I don't feel like anybody needs to run back for anyone. I don't feel like connections like that need to continue on for life and you have to fix them non-stop if it doesn't work just yeah it's, go, a, it's, go a, the it's a part of Let life the chips fall yeah. they may. it's a part of life that eventually just vanishes and in whether it's like just people going doing their thing you're living their life you know maybe never returning to ever play with you again or talk to you or even voice call you even then like there's other times where it's straight just toxic like feuds discussions heated debates just leading to friends completely breaking it off a lot of shit can happen and you gotta learn when to judge a situation and say you know what i'm out this is not for me i'm not getting anything from this anymore i need something fresh yeah that's totally true sometimes it's hard to like uh come to this conclusion like to actually be like yeah this is this is bad, this is uh, not really good for either of us. Come, come, yeah. Like you realizing that thing is the probably the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. Just accepting is like, it, it's pretty much a big feat. Yeah. And a, a lot of people just tend to kind of try not to see it. They, they try to argue that everything is fine when it isn't. And a lot of people get used to this kind of quote unquote fine, right? They get used to it, so they try to replicate it everywhere they go, and all their relationships just turn to shit. It's like, if you can't meet out of, like, 50 people, one good person, then maybe the issue isn't them, right? Problematic people have problematic relationships, and that doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad person if you're problematic. It just means you gotta fix shit. Hell, I used to be problematic, personally. I, did, I was extremely asocial. I didn't want to hang with anybody. Farmer can completely <laughs> confirm like, oh, my statement. Yeah, to, some, to some extent, yeah. Yeah, and it, 
I, I realized this, and it's not like I was a bad person for doing this, because I was trying to protect myself. Everybody has their own self-interest in mind, right? I believe, above all, people still act in desperate survival for, for their lives, even when the situation isn't dangerous anymore. We're still fucking monkeys, dude. It's just we got monitors now and internet, but we're still primates. Man, we, we, we got fight or flight. I'll get fight or flight when I start discussing like some, some really personal shit with a friend and we're disagreeing with one another. I'll feel my heart rays, uh, heart rays go up and I'll start either just feeling unwell or dizzy or some shit. It's it's stupid, but that kind of shit just it makes you realize something ain't right. I need to change my relationships, and you can't do that to yourself. T taking care of yourself is is your number one priority. You're still trying to survive in a world, and to survive means to be happy. Yeah, having good relationships, having good friends, people to hang out with, really good games to play, even if they're silly and stupid like No More Room in Hell or Hell Team Fortress for that case. If you can have a good time. That is like your number one goal in survival in the Western world, because it's like you're always going to practically have a home. You're practically always going to have some level of security. The one problem that a lot of people are facing is true happiness. I mean, happiness that stays, not that's just like a roller coaster going up and down all the time. But like, sure, there will be ups and downs, but you'll always have some level of happiness. You'll be content with your life. To, to be content, you just need friends like that holding you up. That's why like I really appreciate like you guys talking about your past, the way you guys met. You guys like hold each other up. You guys, you know, you, you raise each other. That's yeah, we support each other. A really we nice have thing. fun with each see. other, and this is how like not only a friendship is being like maintained, but this is how a bond itself is being born. Mm. And like that thing is probably some, uh, not probably. This is most likely something that everyone needs in their lives. We we are, we are, we are primates, but at the same time we differ from them in uh, a little way because we are humans too. Humans have emotions, and those emotions have to be cared for. And being yeah, a, being a social, emotions, being a social in this case is probably going to destroy you completely. Yeah, the difference, I guess, is our social circles—they're really complex. Now, I'm not saying like you know humans and primates are pretty much equal just because we're from the same family tree. Because, you know, our our social bonds are very different. They're really they they stretch into a lot of dimensions, and sometimes it's just it can be overwhelming. It just feels like there's so many connections in your life. There's so many people you know, so many people you have to talk to that just you don't feel like are important for you. You don't feel like your time is precious with them, and people feel forced. I think they feel forced to hang out with such people when. Really, in their best interest, it'd be to cut contact, right? Yeah, cutting ties is some sometimes really sad, but it's the only way to go for a better, like, for a better mental state. Yeah, and hell, like, you know, it's pretty much just like a map, okay? You join a server, you go from start to finish with some people, and take take it as a metaphor for friends you know sometimes there's people that join with you to the next map maybe they stick with you throughout your entire playing time and some people will join occasionally and then they'll pop off maybe you'll just see them in a year maybe you'll never see them again but still that memory of hanging out and doing something together it, it still remains it shapes you as a person and it shapes your future adventures and you gotta accept that like you don't know when you're gonna break contact with a person but it, it could happen. It might happen soon. It might happen never. 
you gotta take it as it is. Just enjoy the present moment. Don't think about it, right? Don't get hung up about possibilities. Instead, just try to see what you can have in the present moment. Try to see just how good friends you can be today. Try to tub yesterday. Try to be like a little bit crazier, dumber, more stupid and insane than you were the last time you guys hung out. And just go to like places you, you never thought you'd go. True that, true that. Holy shit, I love how this is supposed to be an introducing episode and we are talking about this deep shit. <laughs> straight straight yeah. from the get go. I, I said we stop it here like 14 <laughs> minutes of fucking. fucking yeah, I'm, I'm getting worried. I'm like dragging it along. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you are fucking carrying this podcast. <laughs> well, I am the special like member. Oh. Yeah. Not to take your title away, special. I'm so sorry. Eh. I love you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but at some point it, we are all it's special. It's so nice. And it's yeah, we're world. all special, but I'm a little bit more special. I'm a one-time occurrence, oh, baby. So, so sweet of you. Oh, let me pat you, <laughs> let me pat you on the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> See, that's this guy who make friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, this worked out fantastic. Seriously, just thanks for inviting me. This. This is like not at all what I expected. When you told me like just join and talk, don't think about it, just talk. I I was thinking about like what should I talk about. In the end, I had no idea, and here I am. We're 40 minutes in, dude. I yeah, I it, feel like I was like 10 yeah, minutes. We would tops. be able to speak for hours this way, which is the best yeah. thing. But yeah, at, at some point we got we got to so just nice cut to it. just have discussions yeah. like these. Holy shit! This is why I wanted to start a podcast because right? like. Having this type of conversation and actually capturing it and put it just for the lols on the internet, it could actually kind of pay off in a way because you're basically like saving those memories somewhere and you can like every time you feel down you can like replay it and think about the good old times so you get carried yeah. away from the harsh reality you're living in by that moment. Yeah, it's it's like it's an amazing feeling when you find like an old podcast. I never thought about making my own, but I'm beginning to really realize just how sweet this is to have yep. when it's your own. Because finding old podcasts like that as a bystander and just listening to them, it takes you back. It takes you back in time. Now you see, this is like, like our first podcast, so we're gonna keep it like you know a little bit low and standard. But once we hit the train, oh man! If we ever hit the train, yeah, holy like shit. you never know where this is gonna go. Oh, fun! But I'm not doing it to become famous, man. Yeah. I'm just doing it to have fun. I don't know if you're doing it to become famous. Yeah, but hell I'm just no. Doing it to have fun. Like I've actually had a topic written down here, uh, saying. Uh, what do we expect from this podcast and why did we start it? And I think I am I will be talking for everyone when I say that we expect absolutely fucking nothing from this. We are making it be yeah. because we just thought it would be funny, not because we want to be famous or because we want to make money off of it. Yeah, that's what I like. I wondered about like why do most people start podcasts? It's, is it like chasing fame? Is it trying to monetize on it? I'm beginning to just it's dawning on me the fact that probably a few dozen people are gonna hear this. Like, or even listen to this very point. It, it goes to show that, like, what you're doing shouldn't matter to anyone but yourself. Because that's the one guarantee you have. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever you're gonna enjoy. Everything else isn't promised. You don't know if this is gonna pick up. You don't know if this is gonna, like, even pay off ever. In, in terms of, you know, monetization. But, you know what pays more than money? Happiness. And you're getting it out of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think this is a really cool idea. This is seriously fantastic. And I feel like everybody should start podcasts. Fuck, imagine everybody held it like a diary. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> so Fran- recording conversations, yeah. just memories to look back yeah. on. Friends, you know, friends conversations. No need, no so need for money, no need for audience. Just having fun and eventually remember those good times. Yeah, we're we're starting to hit 50 minutes. Anyway, come on, guys. <laughs> uh, wrapping this up seriously. Just thank you so much for the opportunity. And I never thought I'd be making something like this. So this is not gonna be only between me and Farmer, man. You're joining us as well. Yeah. There is not I going to not there is not going to be an episode <laughs> happening without you. Huh. <laughs> I like I like it. Oh, you huh, see, okay, you okay, well, you tell me like, you know, last minute. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So we have your signature here oh, and God, on like the, end, cult the contract you signed saying that you, guys you, you, are not you guys put my name on the contract already, didn't we you? We are you just gonna use your time and in the podcast without you any You plant this! You bastard, you plant this! God, no. alright. No. You, you sign here that <laughs> you you sign this contract 100% out of your own will. We didn't, we didn't make you, we didn't force you. Signature over here. Can I? Can I? Can I get a no. lawyer? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is the good time to wrap all this shit up and just wish you good day, evening, or whenever you are really listening to this. Uh, I guess for an interaction episode, it was kind of kind of a pleasure. I don't know what I'm saying at this point. Fucking hell! <laughs> we just we, we would like to say thank you for watching and goodbye. We will see you next time with the next episode of <laughs> Thank you, goodbye. The Scrubcast. Peace out. Peace out. Peace. Oh my god.